No, I'm back. Hi. I just switched over to the You're 5G. Back? It's a little faster. You know, I'm really upset because I wasn't quick enough on the draw. I needed to screenshot your face. Why? The manner in which you froze was very, very funny. You kind of looked like The Rock. You had one eyebrow up. Oh, yeah, that's my something has um, gone wrong. Type. But you were yeah. also scowling. Yeah, that's that. It, I've had a day of technical difficulty. So, like, yes, yes, absolutely. That has been me all day going, hmm, hmm. Furrowed brow going, why are you not working? Hmm. What do I got to fuck around with to make this shit work? Oh. Hmm. You know, it's funny, man, because, you know, we did the episode with Natalie and then we did the uh, live from Connecticut. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, live from Norfolk episode. And uh, I've been kind of missing this format a little bit because this started to feel normal. So I feel this is also my first one in the new chair with the like the correct studio setup. Like I'm like, oh, this is lovely. Everything just. Oh, so we've. Yeah, we've got a lot to report on, apparently, because you you do seem rather chipper. Usually these are off to kind of a dour start. Oh, and I'm then, in a uh, great mood. Then we perk up a I'm little I'm in a bit. great mood. I mean, I just did like two Fridays, you know, so tomorrow's my Saturday. Um, so I'm like really living for it. Here's a, here's a hot tip for people out in the world. Don't kill yourself with work before a vacation and then do a vacation that you then like have to work on and then go back to work and then kill yourself for six straight days. It's a very bad idea. It's very stupid. It's not good for your body or your mental health, but you know what is, and this is, this is a hot tip. Buy yourself some fucking shears, some window shears. Ooh, baby. I was so delighted. I got to pick them up this morning before work. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Um, because I had to get them shortened because they were too long. Before you get too far into this story, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I don't know what okay. shears are. I thought you meant shears as in sheep shears. What the fuck kind of sheep am I? I'm not spinning my own goddamn... I spin a yarn anyway. I don't need I don't need fucking sheep up in here. Um, no, shears are like... You know, like when you look at a window and it's like got that like gauzy material that's like almost like bug netting, but like tighter? Okay, but it's, but it's not, not a curtain. curtain. It's a pre-curtain curtain. So, like, in the offices in Midtown, they have the curtains, and then usually it's the blinds. It's the same thing as a blind, but a soft fabric. So, in, like, Mad Men, all in their homes, you know how it's, like, big heavy curtain and then, like, the, the little woo layer? Yeah, sure, sure. I think I've seen this before. In fact, I think I have shears on my windows as curtains. Is that a possibility? Probably. That's, that's very Ohio to do. Uh, my parents have the same thing yeah. where they're like, it's, like, two things of shears. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? We're like, well, we have awning, so we don't want to, you know, cut off all the light. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think I think my dad must be thinking something similar. Although I hate it because it really defeats the purpose of curtains on two levels. You don't have the privacy that you might desire because shears are literally see. No, they do, and they do work. Well, y- you get the uh, you get the silhouette effect, you know, like from an '80s movie where you might see a side boob. Maybe, but like you'd have to be like on the same level and like, you know, so here's what shears do. They diffuse the light. It's like having a diffuse layer um, or like frosted glass in front of everything. So okay. like from from the inside, living room just glows like a movie. It's fucking great, especially at like seven o'clock at dusk. You're like, ooh, everything is just even, even lighting. It's not just like hot, you know, directional lighting. Everything is spread. Yes, it makes me think of the winter time. You know how sometimes the windows will get a nice frost on yes, them? Yes, it's that. And you get that very even light at the morning and yes, the night. Yes, it's that, yes. but all the time through through fabric. Um I was like So you got some shears, you got some shears for the place over there. Did you get them for yes, every window or just a particular one? So wow. all th- all three in the front. Okay. My room and then in here I didn't put one cuz like it's an office, but like, you know, this window's always wide open. I'm like, you know, the people in the back get a free show. I don't know. But I just didn't want to give any free shows to the front. Cuz like on on the one of the past post shows available now on Patreon, um you're like, "So wait, living alone, you're just like wandering around and i was like yeah but i was like you know until the tree you know fills in you can see things oh yeah of course you can 
I mean, the second story of a of a Brooklyn brownstone is not that high up. If you're on the other side of the street, it's, it's a, a pretty straight shot. View. Granted, those people have like curtains up, but I'm like, maybe I should get them. So I did. I went to the dollar store. Said, nice. I will take all of these. Thank you so much. Here's like twenty bucks. Here's thirty bucks at the tailor. Ooh, custom window treatments, and I got to put them up today. I was like, oh, this is luxury. So I'm really good light diffusion can really boost your mood you know yeah wow i i mean you know i really admire you for being able to appreciate the small things in life you know i feel like nothing like that makes me happy i don't make improvements and then go oh this is so great it's brightened my mood so I, so i'm genuinely happy for you will that seems like a right up your alley and a, and it's a nice thing. It's also the anticipation thing. So like anytime you ta- do a tailor situation, you're like, okay, I have to give up my thing that I want right away. Like I want to see this right away, right? Right. And then you're like, well, I have to give it to them. So like I got it. Okay. So you're like, okay, maybe it's like ordering something online. You're like, okay, I ordered it. I fulfilled the like cheap high of like spending the money and you've acquired it, but you don't have it. Right. But now I have the thing and I'm like, this is great. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it mitigates the um, the swimwear that I ordered that w- uh, that did not bring joy. No joy. Not at all. No. Oh, no. Are, are we up a waist size or something? No. But we, we have to look at what we're buying from um, because we can't buy a swimsuit that cleaves our ass cheeks into quadrants because uh, that happened. And I went, oh, oh no, we can't, we can't, I can't, I can't go out in public like this. Oh fuck, this got to go back. How much was it? Fifteen dollars. I'm gonna get ten bucks back for this. Oh fuck, whatever. Oh boy. I mean, I like to razz you a lot about your body shape and weight, but I don't feel like you have enough ass to have it cleaved four ways. Well, it's soft. That seems quite frankly it's impossible. It's not a firm. It's not you know, you know, sitting for an entire year. You know, really did a number on my like stairmaster store extravaganza that i was like oh yeah great feeling good it just like went you know someone mm-hmm. took the pin and went and like deflated it and now it's just like yeah yeah i mean chair body is a real thing i've been thinking about that a lot because my step count is down the last five or six months for obvious reasons and uh i'm definitely getting chair neck i'm getting chair belly even worse than i already had it you you, you have know? perma chair belly i don't know what you're talking about yeah, but you know, when I'm when I'm in in my best in my best shape, I can I can lose some of it. I always have a bit of a belly, but my my body becomes more normally shaped. Uh right now, it's just building up around the handles, you know, even more so okay, than the belly. So, yeah, so. get this. Okay, so I figured out I was like, I'm what's going on? I have back fat. And it starts like up here for everyone at home. It's like right under like at the like the high rib cage. I was like Right under I was the like, rib cage. Oh, that's yep. what's causing all of this. And then, like, you know, I um, saw my parents over Skype or Zoom or whatever. Uh huh. Um, and I, you know, my dad was walking around in a t-shirt. I was like, Oh, I get it from you. You, you, you have a body like this. Fuck you. No, no. So I figured out where the genes came from. I was like, Fuck me. I got the bald from the other side. Got this fucking love handle situation. I was like, geez, it's a miracle I fucking serve. You know, the alcohol. It, it, miracle that I am the way that I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, you made it out alive. You did pretty good with the with the lottery that the you The genetic got, lottery you know, was fucked. You got gifted. Totally fucked. And I'm like, Jesus. So. Yeah, you know, recently uh, Ron bought some salted caramel, a jar Ooh, of hello. it. Hello. Because he wanted it for one dessert, but now there's a jar of salted caramel. So you're slathering that on everything? I've (laughs) been indulging. I literally just ate a spoonful of it on its own right before the podcast because I needed to perk up a little bit. I felt myself getting tired and I said, you know what I need? A little sugar rush. It's a cheap high. It's like poppers. You can't do that. It doesn't work very long. I know. I know. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it... it works. It works. It's magic in more ways than one. Let me tell you. More ways than what? How? There's only one way that it works. Well, it makes me. F- it works. It ma- wakes me up and it makes me fat. Okay. Well, I wouldn't call that magic. That's one all of them I is like a there little. There was like, no innuendo. Yeah, I was like, uh, this is disgusting. No, thank you. Um, 
<laughs> I was like, oh, what kind of is it? Like, you, yeah, it's evil magic. Okay, very good. Um, how is that the Terramana? Evil magic, yeah. Is it yes. is it good or is it bad? Say, I, I have not. Oh, had we're it doing yet. a taste. T- oh, okay. So uh, live reporting. What I'm showing Will over the Zoom is that I left myself a little raw pour right here. Normally, I drink my tequila with lime juice and with ice, but I'm going to try the Terramana on air. Um, I have to tell you, at first blush, it smells like very gasoline. strong. I mean, granted, it's liquor, but you know, certain liquors smell stronger than others. This does not have but a it's pleasant not the scent like, at it, all because it's not silver. It smells it's like, like gasoline. Whatever the other one is. Yeah, it's like it's a gold tequila. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a sip of it right now. Here we go. It's going down. It's going down. Ooh, there's a face. It's not a good face. Ooh, I gotta tell you, man. I hope, you know, I realize that Terramana is probably expensive. Will got this for me a, as a gift, and I appreciate it, yeah. and I obviously will drink it. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is sub-Cuervo. Oh! <laughs> I am very, very disappointed in doing well, the Rock Johnson you, right now. But Jose Cuervo is, is way though? better than this. That's just a warm straight... It's... It's too much. It's too warm. It's only so, no. Warm. So no. What I'm saying, like every every like thing that he posts, like people pull it out of their freezer, like it's vodka. I think you got to ice that fucker. Oh, I see. I, I don't think it's supposed to be drink like scotch. I, I'm sorry. Just to be clear, I misunderstood you. It is both warm as in it is room temperature, yeah. and hot. it is warm as in it is. Yeah, still you got to ice that fucker. It's like I just yeah. ate a ghost pepper. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I, I'm one step ahead. Oh, we're gonna of you. try it with the ice. Okay. Oh, we have it in a. Okay. <laughs> we've we've got a shaker, folks. So my plan is to mix this with seltzer, ostensibly, but I'm not. But I'm going to have a uh, faux marg I'm situation. Have a little cold pour as well. Oh, it's worse. Oh yeah, you know, you know, no, it's mm. better. It's better. It's just that it's it's like a bad wine or any type of bad alcohol where I'm like, oh, it doesn't taste like anything. This is good. And then it creeps up on you. Oh, okay. So basically, this is a margarita tequila, is what you're describing. Absolutely, yes. 100% this should be mixed with margarita okay. stuff. Yes. Yeah, I, well. And not like a good one, like the frozen stuff, you know, that you buy in a in a gallon jug from Costco. Ooh, like one of those, like, squeezy That's pouches that you deserves. like, ugh. Uh, yeah, it can come in there. I almost got too. the Casamigos, because I was like, at least they have the silver. But I... I well, you know, I've had Casamigos before, and it, it, so have you, right? I think I got it from Drizzly during the pandemic at one point. Maybe? Uh, it's I not bad. Casamigos is not worth the $65 no. or whatever ungodly amount they charge for it, but it is not so bad. See, I just like treated myself because now it's warm. Um, I was like, you know, it's about that time. It's time to get just the Tanka Rosé to have in the fridge at all times. So... This is how we d- this is how oh, we nice. dose ourselves with a carafe, like a yeah. Oh wow, yeah, not bad. Just go. Ah, oh, that's about. You've got all sorts of domestic accoutrements now. You've got fucking window shears. You've got carafes around. You're I've been really done had the carafe. The carafe. Martha the carafe is supposed to be a bedside water thing. Oh, so that you don't look like the girl from Signs anymore and fill your room up with fifteen to twenty glasses of water, half drunk. Three, three. Thank you. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's supposed to do that, but I would always mm, just like forget to refill it, and then it would slowly evaporate until it was nothing. It, That's it was disgusting. Bad. Um. <laughs> but now it's a good wine carafe. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. It comes with the glass, like the glass fits on the top. I'm like, oh, this was a, what it always was supposed to be for me. I'm not that person with a bedside fucking water carafe. No. I s- slap a can of seltzer on there and hope for the best. Much in the same way that Tom Haverford has like a cheese plate on hand at all times and hot towels and things like that, I feel like you need to have a carafe of wine per room. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be a back of house carafe and a front of house carafe, and they just stay there. Yeah, mostly this is full. a good like everyday drinking kind of carafe. Um, you know, I would get like a a nicer one for a dinner party that you're like, oh yes, we're aerating in this one. Yes, yes, use this one. This is a good like we're going to pour something, you know, I can dose myself appropriately and be like, what kind of evening am I having Do I that I don't want to get up off of the couch? Like a right. half bottle? You, or you can just drink right out of it like a three foot tall German boot. And then die? No. I need to know like what's going on with the like 
the water markers like it's the reverse of those people who are like you know you're getting closer just more a couple more chugs no now keep pushing and you're like you know those water bottle people yes ron has one of those water bottles i see it every day why do you need motive i don't know why it's you know it's only hard for people in the midwest to drink water i forget like i i I, over the weekend i went like i was like i had coffee i had a seltzer and then i had two beers i only had one thing of water which was the seltzer which is not true water so oops and i was like why do i have a headache oh i'm dehydrated deeply dehydrated ah there yeah, yeah that's the one yeah you know i would say that a sign of adulthood it's unbelievable to me by the way that we've never covered this before but one sign of adulthood to me is that you only like three beverages or rather three beverage categories h2o coffee alcohol that's all that adults should be drinking there is no other thing you need i had a can of coke the other day because i needed a little pick-me-up because i was like i'm dragging ass i need to i need that that one two punch to like slap me into like and it worked and it did its job and i was like oh fuck these calories but see that's why i just eat spoonfuls of raw caramel coke is just raw like caramel syrup but with bubbles it's the same thing Hey, I'm not disagreeing. I'm uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Same thing. I mean, I I did. I just like to go straight to the source, and I don't like to make it a beverage. I don't need an experience mm. to get my sugar high. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be punishment. It needs to make me feel bad about where I am in my station in life. Yeah, your your whips and chains are in. in I'm a grown <laughs> man in sweatpants, <laughs> eating caramel. Ooh, that's bleak. Jesus fuck. Um. Yeah, I I don't know it. it it is. It should only really be three. And really, anyone who's like, "Oh, I can't drink fizzy water," like, go fuck yourself. What do you do? Were you one of those Essentia bottle water drinking motherfuckers? No, you probably don't even like. Granted, Evian tastes like shit, but like, if someone put Aquapana in front of like a normal person, they'd be like, "What's that?" And you're like, "It's flat Pellegrino. Shut up and drink it." Yeah, I don't know. I think there's still a large. Uh a large cross section of Americans that don't like fizzy water because it's, I don't know, because it reminds them of Europe or something like that was the association I always had as a kid. The only time I ever encountered mineral water or seltzer water was in Europe. Oh yeah. Um, and I thought it was weird and gross. So when I came back to the States, it was many moons before I, you know, rediscovered it and gained an appreciation for it. I think people think it's, uh, needlessly fancy on one hand and sort of gross on the other hand so like what again when i was over zoom uh with my parents uh i was like you know just get some seltzer um and then i look in the fridge oh it's perrier i'm like you could have just got can like i'm not pick- like i just need water with bubbles it's really not like we don't have to but like that's the icon of things in the midwest where it's like it's got to be one of the green bottles right and i'm sure. like literally could have just got a two liter of fucking Schweppes and I would have downed the whole fucking thing. No problem. This is the inverse of the time I asked my dad to buy me salmon and he came home with tilapia. Yes. My parents love me because I'm the only one. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I see. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll just get this. I'm like, you didn't need to do that. Thank you. Yeah, and I will. But I was like, and now it's gone because it's little. Like, I I go through the big ones, like, at a clip. Sure, yeah. Sorry. Well, part of what I was gesturing at with that comparison is that sometimes people don't know no better. Like, they might have bought in Perrier because it was the only thing they could think of, rather than it being iconic, if that distinction Maybe. makes sense. I don't know. I really don't know, because, like, I know that, like, LaCroix is in the Midwest and like I roll through a Target and I'm like oh let let me just get this to you know to supplement the like four Perrier's that I'm gonna fucking crush in two seconds um and they're like what we could just got cans I'm like fuck yeah I don't give a shit I I drink trash what do you what no half of this is gonna go in a bottle of wine anyway like who cares like yeah hey are you still using the soda stream a lot hell yeah dude you're using it right now okay I I was wondering because I'm feeling compelled just, get one. Um, just in the direction of getting one only because I'm reminding myself my, my grandmother used to my grandmother in Las Vegas she used to crush like 15 to 20 cokes a day 
Jesus and fuck. I am starting to get there in terms of seltzer water. Oh, yeah. And the sheer amount of cans is stupid. Is yeah. bumming me out. Then get a fucking yeah. Se- yeah, it's eighty bucks. You'll you'll love it. Yeah, I'll use the shit out of it. I'll just get one. It's they're not unattractive objects. Like that's the thing. Like that if they were ugly looking, I would be like maybe don't get one. But like they're fine. They take up no room. You just go bing bang boom we're done like it's never gonna be the bite of a canned one but you're also like well it's got a bubble i don't it's fine it's serviceable yeah yeah the serviceability is the thing that is the you know yeah anyway what is white boy summer can you're on the internet a lot do you know what the fuck this is yeah um i believe it was chet hanks the less the lesser Tom of the Hanks', Hanks yes. youngest yeah. son um tweeted in jest uh I think this is going to be white boy summer as opposed to what I think was black girl summer hot was girl that last summer. year or the hot year before was, yeah hot girl summer so he did white boy summer and made the same mistake that I just did which was just to insert identity where it doesn't really belong <laughs> And uh, this made people really angry, apparently. Oh, no, people find it hilarious. Like, because it was... Although it being passed around as a meme at this point is very funny. And I agree with White Boy Summer. It is going to be a White Boy Summer. No one wants White Boy Summer. No. No. No one wants that. Well, when you're delicious and Mediterranean like I am, a White Boy Summer looks pretty good. That automatically disqualifies you. You just self-disqualified yourself. You're like, I'm Mediterranean Boy Summering. It's like... It's really for oh, my people. Man. Yeah, he, the transparent people. He should have said Italian boy summer. Ugh. Ew. No. Again, things people no. Transparent summer? Who are you? Jeffrey Tambor? <laughs> that was bad, but also a little funny. I'll give you that. <laughs> like I don't love it, but I'll 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 give you a point for that, you know. Um welcome to Green and Lewis where the the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Um at minute 23 um yeah i kept seeing this that pop up and i was like what the fuck no one wants white boy summer but then i was like have i been like the subject of people's like white boy summers they're like i'm gonna like fuck around with this white boy for the summer i'm like yeah i've been that one i've been that for people yeah you probably (laughs) have i mean you know it you know, it's funny. I think sometimes y- you have these questions because you experience like meme things in a very funny way where you usually end up getting them when they've already come around to being something else. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you've got an ironic white boy summer where the woke outrage has already subsided and I passed. don't think there ever was, there was never woke outrage. Everyone was just like, what the fuck is Chet Hanks doing now? Okay, that's fucking hilarious, actually. No, there there was woke outrage, which is why uh, eventually it becomes it, funny. Was again. it even worth being woke about? You're just like, eye roll, move no. on. Like, you know. Of course not. It was obviously just a st- stupid, misplaced, like, lark. Whatever. But yeah, now it just gets mediated. Now it's on, like, Pachia's fantasy world is like you know like yeah. that level of mediation you're like wow culture moves so fast these days damn culture moves fast and and weirdly enough when the irony gets heavy it starts to get taken sort of seriously again yeah like it stays funny but now people are actually talking about a white boy summer <sighs> you know yeah maybe that's what we need i just don't have a clear understanding of what it really entails it just mean, you know? i think it just means people like really like feeling themselves and be like yeah this is gonna be my year and you're like you said that last year what the fuck just live your goddamn life and don't make proclamations because then you look like an asshole like i don't, I, I don't understand yeah. that like that is a very like 28 year old mindset to be like this is gonna be it this is gonna be i'm gonna get fit for summer and i'm gonna buy i'm gonna buy shoes and then i'm gonna wear hot shorts and you're like what who cares yeah that sounds great it's fucking 90 degrees do do whatever the fuck you want we don't give a shit no one cares about you is what people don't realize at certain moments in their life it's like this is me and you're like and and what? Well, you know, you picked the right age. You picked the right age group exactly because your late twenties. It's like, 
it's sort of the last time you get to cling to youth in that way. Like, even that whole thing of, like, I'm going to get fit for the summer, and I'm going to buy this type of clothes or that type of shoe, and I'm going to look really good. It's like, well, that's sort of the last time that you're going to be able to do that, right? But you're already preemptively needing to get in shape because yeah, you're it's aging. called Forever 21, not Forever 28 and a half. 28 right, and a half is right. now your waist size when you were, you know, a 26. I'm sorry. Like, get into your fours. Right. But that's the that's the that's the right bracket for this type of sentence. Yeah, I I you're aging out of stuff, but you're clinging to youth at the same time. By the time you're 32, 33, it's like, oh boy, who cares about summer? This is going to be summer of ice cream. <laughs> you know, cold boy summer. Title of up, cool boy yeah. summer. <laughs> hey, oh god, I I yeah I I I. I don't know something about being just old. You know, your thirties are the freeing thing, and you know, like the the shitty like uh, thing of like you know, thirty is the new twenty. I'm like, you know what? It is. If you 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 the self own like the ownership of your own self is like at a much more knowing level that you're like, yeah. And if you want to like like, but it's not as uh superficial. Like it's a little bit of a deeper yeah, that's interesting. self-knowing okay. um, because you fucked up yeah. for your 20s. Um, you fucked up for so hard that you're like, I learned, I think I learned the lessons now that I've, you know, I can't be out until four in the morning without being dead for th- three straight days. You know, like all of those kind of little lessons. You're like, I feel that. And like, you're just like, Oof. you're like, oh, I actually feel regret now. Ah, what, what an interesting concept. Um, like that's, Right, but it's it's real regret that has its foundation in your lived experience rather than regret that's based on like abstractions like how you feel things should be. It's regret actually you know based concretely. Yeah, because you're like, "Oh, I drank too much. Oh, f- now my whole day is shot because I wanted to get something to, like, you know, I wanted to do my laundry, but I'm too hungover to like get up early enough." And you're like, "Ugh, fuck. One of my to-do list things can't get done now." And you're like, "Ugh. For what?" What did I do? Ugh, it wasn't even that fun. Fuck. How much money did I spend? Ugh. You know, like that kind of stuff becomes <laughs> palpable. And you're like, oh, I wanted to be responsible. And now I just shot that. In the fo- Ugh. Like. It's it's not even about wanting to be responsible necessarily, I think. I think that it's just that y- you end up realizing how much uh, how much real cost there is to doing that. It's not about regretting the responsibility or wanting to be responsible. It's just like, oh shit, now I have dirty clothes for a week because I blew myself. Yeah, you're yeah. That's very different than feeling like I want to be responsible. That's a very 20s attitude. In your 30s it's like, I can't not do my laundry. That amount of cost is too high for work. Yes. You're just like and even even someone like me who's like, oh, god, I missed the cutoff for getting same day. Fuck my life. Now I have to wear those shirts. I don't want to wear those. I want to wear these that are in the... Like, that's also very, like, young and stupid. But, like, part of it is just like, ugh. It sort of goes back to the the small joys that you opened this episode with. Things like uh, shears or, like, a carafe. It's those small things that really amplify your day-to-day existence. Because adulthood is boring and kind of awful and wrote you know that also applies to things like laundry yeah that also applies to things like getting up at nine in the morning instead of getting up at one in the afternoon like all of those small benefits accrue oh this is okay sorry i got a business paper and i was like that is too much information um yeah no that that all makes sense because it's like you don't get to have those like appreciative moments let's just say when you're just like I feel bad. I feel terrible. Like, you know, and, and, and yeah, you like part of like, you know, the joy at like seven o'clock at night is that I woke up a little bit earlier so I could go to the cleaner and I planned for that. to So that way I knew I had a treat later. Sure. Yeah. You know, like you get to plan for your treats. You're like, Ooh, I have to go. I have to wake up early. Cause I have to get that. Cause otherwise I'm gonna be so mad. Like, or I won't get to enjoy it. And really, part of it is about knowing that your enjoyment time 
in the future is act is actually more worth it than the like again cheap highs yeah that's right it's like taking your curtains to the tailor that slight amount of withholding actually enhances the experience when you get to live it absolutely unless it's swimwear and then it sucks and everything is bad about the entire process and you want to you stop eating you eat a meal and a half a day and you're like why isn't it falling off why why is what what why why is this happening to me oh the eating you got to really stick with it man nothing tastes as good as skinny feels bitch it's true uh sorry if this is triggering to anyone but listen some of us don't want to be a 31 oh no you're a 31 i'm not even a 30 you're a 30 inch waist now i am yeah no no, it's true. I mean, I, I could prove it to you right now, but we don't put our podcast on YouTube, so it wouldn't be really good. No, that um, would not be content. That's content. Save it for the after show. You know, we don't know how to do sure. screen recording here, even though we have Apple products to post things on the internet. Um, <laughs> you know, everything technologically is fully available to us, and we are not completely stupid, but, you know, we're just also not going to do that. Um Hold on. I did have... Uh... Also, what... Shipping container? Why did that become an internet thing? You want to talk about what the, the Suez fuck is Canal that? ship, yeah. really? The d- the day after they freed it? Do you really not know what's going on with that? Uh, It got freed, right? Yeah, it got freed yesterday after it was chap- trapped for six days. Wait, do you really want me to explain this to you? Because I just feel is like... It- it was kind of the only thing was going it, on for was the it, last. Was, week. I mean, I know that it was fairly detrimental to like you know things. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of see it in terms of you know shipping trade and stuff like that. Um, but like, I don't know. Is it even worth talking about? I kind of feel like it's not worth even talking about. Well, I just feel like it's so well known. I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like it's been covered. And and really, what can you yeah, say I, about it? My only the, thing is like how. How do you fuck it up that badly? How do you fuck up being captain that badly? Who knows? You know, apparently it was a, quote, gust of wind. <laughs> um, And I guess the wind was really crazy in that area at the time, and it just sort of turned the ship sideways on its own. It's like a billion tons. How did a little, like, make that happen? Listen, it's floating on water. That can happen, I- I'm sure. Um, but I did see a headline that, that was saying now they're going to blame human error for the mishap, which I'm sure is partly true and also partly, like, we need someone to blame. But wasn't it, like, drawing a dick in the canal and then got stuck? Or was that how you back up? That is kind of how you parallel park. No, no. Yeah, that's almost how you parallel yeah. park. Almost. Not re- not quite, but yeah. half dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Mm, mm. No, I, I just I just thought it was really funny because, you know, how delicious would it be if, you know, this global, this global system that kills people every day primarily by heart disease was deadened by a blocked artery? Oh. It had this sort of delicious meta flavor to it where it was sort of a fun story to follow for that reason, where I was like, oh, this is bizarrely reflective of everything wrong with everything. But why was it the only story? I'm like, a lot of terrible things are going on in the world right now, and then we're just like, well, canal's fucked. And you're like, that's the thing? Like, is everything so terrible that shipping logistics fuckery has to be a source of joy? Or, I don't know, like, the the terribleness is back undercover again, you know? Thing, things like wars and genocides like that, ah, you know, it's old man Joe's in there. At least for Americans, we're brushing all that shit under the rug. We're not, like, really worried about it. So we're having these kind of meme stories happen again, I think, in the news cycle, where, like, basically nobody was hurt by that story, you know? Like, every time there's economic con- consequences to anything, there's downstream effects. Like, I get that. But I think we're going to have a lot more of these stories where they're sort of like innocuous, like novel events that take up a lot of airtime. Oh, so it's 2008 all over again. Fully. Officially. Now it's just like, welcome to 2009. Or no, that's too. No, it absolutely feels like a regression. No, no. Think about it. I mean, we I think one of the last times we recorded, we talked about Marvel again. Oh, yeah. And it was like, when's the last time we talked about that? It's like, I think that there's. 
this thing that happens without Trump, I hate to, Mm. you know, invoke the name that shall never be named again, but like without him sucking up all the air, uh, there's a real absence in the news cycle. So it just gets filled with stuff and it's just boring. But there's like other outrageous terribleness, like, like, like old what, Asian though, people really? getting beaten up, beaten up, you know that LA PD like breaking. You know, can we talk about that at the at the risk of me making no. a mess of things? <laughs> I really don't oh, think so. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with no. Um, Something about the Asian violence thing. This one feels really constructed. I don't. I no. People are. Di- it eh. doesn't feel real. There's a. Uh, it's pretty real, but like you have to think about like. You have to think about structures of, because my friend Beryl was like, I am actually very scared and very mad, but I don't know how to do anything about it because like I live in the suburbs, but also like you know I have two kids and I'm worried. Um, and it was basically just like, listen, like, if you think about like the structures of like model minority structures, there's a lot of things that cause inadvertent animus between non-white people towards each other, where again, it's like the fighting for scraps mentality that like is all sourced in white supremacy, which is the, pro- you know, the main problem. I don't know about yeah, I don't know about that historic part. I don't know about that last uh, part, but I, I'm with you on the infighting. Uh, I'm I'm with you with follow the history and it makes with sense. Fighting between different minorities. Well, I mean, what is the history? Then I need you uh, to the history it. in terms of like because just dropping that as if it's like taken as a matter of fact. I'm not. You have really to think sure about the true. way that the way, especially you know post-World War II in terms of internment and general distrust of Asian people and how that becomes the kind of thing but also like certain East Asian cultures are like no we have to be like white people to like fit in and like you know ascend uh, and just kind of like capitulate and then you have like what you know from like brown communities being like why are you just capitulating like you know everything just becomes this animus in terms of again the fighting for scraps which is just like so white people can keep kind of doing their way in terms of lawmaking, especially throughout segregation and, and onward um, where like, we're just seeing residues of that. And now it's like, you have the like, Oh, it's a, it's a China virus. And you're like, can we not like, I don't know. Like, and there is also like, you're probably seeing a little bit of like, um, you know, Chinese economic, growth being threatening to people and then also like you know pop culturally like your trumpian kind of tweets like that kind of stirring the pot of distrust towards you know you know nana over there and you're like no no no, homegirl just no no no. she's literally just rolling down the street leave her alone she cool like but that's also been the case throughout history for all all grandmas you're just like no this what are you doing don't beat her up Thank you so much. No, no. Does any of this make sense? Um, It makes some sense, but believe it or not, I actually kind of want to table this. Maybe we can talk about it in the after show. Yeah, I don't have good... I don't mean that to sound too ominous. It's just that I, I don't know. I, it's only mm, because okay. I don't know how to speak about it other than, like, shit's bad. But, like, the only thing that, like... When you say fabrication, I'm just like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't. Maybe I should. Maybe I should have said more. Like, it. It really feels like it's coming out of nowhere. What? What do you mean? This is all just happening now. Well, it's been. It. It definitely feel. It definitely feels more like a media narrative. Not to say that that's not based on some amount of fact, but it definitely feels like something that's being pushed rather than something that is organic. Whereas, like, when you talk about violence against uh, black Americans, that that history is so obvious, stemming from literal slavery, that there is no nuance to it. Like, everybody can kind of get that, no matter what side of any particular issue you're yeah. on. Um, but to start hearing, like, well, people are just beating up Asian people now because Trump tweeted China flu, I'm like, that math doesn't work well, 
at all. And I get that there are like there are deeper histories to uh, different minority and immigrant populations in this country. But like to say that there's suddenly a mass outburst of violence against Asians, like because why? But think about it this way. Let me. It's not. It's not adding up to me. Well, that's all I'm saying. I'll give you this much red, you know, red string. What else is happening concurrently? There's also the the Derek Chauvin, 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 whatever guy who killed George Floyd. That's yeah, also yeah. happening right now, yeah. but that is getting pushed to the bottom of the feed. Because historically, what happens in these cases? Yeah, he's probably going to get exonerated, honestly. Yeah. So diffuse the outrage, confuse the outrage, so that way when this happens all hell doesn't break loose like june did last year and you're like that's that's a gamble that y'all are going to try and take on but like i don't think that's going to work in any for you know that like caucasian media narrative to like keep everybody like you know okay you know yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're if you're saying that like part of the part of this is a cover for bigger, broader things, I would agree with you. Yes. Yeah, that's what that's what Probably. I mean in terms of like how do you re- how do you misdirect outrage into buckshot instead of silver bullets? Right. Is that a possibility? Probably. Sure. I don't know, but like you can't deny that it is. You know, for the past year, you know, Asian hate crimes have been rising, and again, it's always like towards like an elderly person. You're like, what? My favorite elderly Chinese women make the best dumplings. And that sounds also terrible. But, like, <laughs> like I'm also not going to, like, don't fuck with grandma. Like, she's great. Like, she's cool. Also, like, you know, they're also kind of, they're the funniest, like, old people. Because they don't give a fuck. And it's great. And you're like, oh. Wow, just dig this hole deeper, Will. Granted, that's all old people. All old people don't give a fuck, and that's why I love them so much. I'm like, oh, I just want to be you. And then it would be socially acceptable to behave the way I want to. God. Well, I think you've already taken that on. You already behave like an elderly person anyway. Yeah, I'm talking about fucking shears like like I'm just going to crank off in them like Jesus. Yeah, you're talking about shears and your problems with swimwear. You sound like a Jewish man that lives on 72nd in Amsterdam. Hello. we migrated east like we did in the olden days when now in brooklyn you know yeah i mean i have to admit that when it comes to all of this stuff the uh outbursts of asian violence or violence against asians or whatever i'm having a hard time tracking it because i'm not tracking the news as closely Mm. like i do have to admit that i feel self-conscious even talking about it because it's like you know, obviously, I'm like aware of the mass shooting that happened. Obviously, there's been attacks in New York and stuff. It just doesn't feel like it impacts, um, I don't know, life outside of these stories that are reported on. Mm-hmm. It's not something I've ever encountered or talked to anybody that's encountered, uh, and it sounds like you have. So I, I would have to see the territory and just say, like, that is not a thing that's happening here. That I can assure. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, again, because in Ohio, like, again, weirdly, like, everyone is in their own, especially, well, Northeast Ohio, everyone is in their own ghettos. And I mean that in terms, even in terms of, like, white people, like, everyone's just very self-segregating in this very strange way. That's less true than it used to be, but I'll seed that point yeah unless it's like tourism for like oh we're gonna go to like you know we're gonna go to that weird barbecue hut that's pink and blue and i'm like what no that's not even good in in certain profound ways since the last time i lived here meaning whatever 15 years ago um integration is more apparent than it's ever been before because Every community is downwardly mobile, so now they're mixing. But they're also... Until you get out into farm country suburbs where it's still segregated. Like, the white flight has just gotten farther. Yeah, but, like, when you're in the... I don't know, the, the like, in-between suburbs that are not quite suburbs, that are just sprawl of city, you, you see that of, like, oh, no, we only go to this place, we only go over here. I'm like, what? Why? Like, 
oh, you know, because reasons. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> you know, like, well, it's lo a lot of that it has to do with a lot of that has to do with just the availability of space to make that possible. Like, that's also a thing in bed or at least it used to be. Like, think about what Tip Top was. That was a black bar until white people took it over. It's still black. I mean, it still is, but, like, you know, that was... But that it's but not. that falls into that tourism category of, like, oh, this is an institution. Let's do this. And it's like, this feels icky. Like, right. I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't know. The scene, it seems like tourism, so this is why I don't really love doing this. Like... You know, because when you tell the the ladies at Tip Top, you're like, oh, you don't have to do the thing with the the napkin. Like, you don't worry about. It. I'm just. It's literally gonna go in my mouth in like two seconds. What are you doing? And they're like, no, no, we we like doing it. It's for everybody to be safe. I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a balding, twenty six year old. Like, I, I, someone could roofie me, and I'd be like, great, free drugs. Like, I don't, whatever. Like, it could be fun. Um. But, like, and then when you say that, and they're like, no, 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 like, the pride in doing that for the community, you're like, okay, yeah, we got to go. This isn't great. I don't know. Yeah, but nobody goes. And th my only my only point in saying that was just that when you're on top of each other to that degree, when gentrification happens, there's nowhere else for the people that were displaced yeah. to move. Whereas here, when people get displaced, they move to another black bar. You know, yeah. the segregation is not because of people's attitudes necessarily. It's because of uh, everyone's availability. And also endless space that is so wildly mismanaged. Yeah. Which yeah. kills me. There's always the opportunity to stay with your clique, whatever that clique might be. Yeah, it is very, no one ever leaves high school there. No. Which is very, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I I did have, this is a sidebar, but I did have a, a, I don't know what I ate or what the fuck my body was going through, but I was having a dream about being in high school or like, you know, maybe like a reunion that I would never go to. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Because like, even in my subconscious, I was like, I am above this. I don't know what the fuck you all are doing. What is going on? But I was still trapped within the like, allowability of the like game frame of the the dream and i woke up and i was like i don't like this we got to change the channel to some other kind of dream and i somehow that did happen i was like <laughs> oh great that part's over but i woke up and i was like the hell was like watching a this is your life cable extravaganza that i did not like it sounds like you were having a semi-lucid dream uh no because i was very asleep but i like even in the thing i was like there's nothing about this is right we're well no what you're describing what you're describing is a lucid dream when you have a lucid dream you are still very much asleep it's not as if you're half awake but it's that you are aware that you are dreaming at the same time that the dream logic is happening which is exactly what happened to you and i was not having the dream logic it was you weren't able to control yeah, anything, that kind of sucked which is really uncomfortable yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, sort of watching that sort of mental garbage slideshow happen. Yeah, and I was like, I, I wasn't even friends with these people. Why am I here? With, what the fuck is going on? What? Why? Like, when you can ask why in a dream, that's probably a terrible idea. Or that's just waking, yeah, that's lucid dreaming, okay. It's lucid dreaming. You're just very, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, I woke up like, that was not restful. I'm mad. Yeah. I wanted to be asleep. And then we're going on fucking journeys? No. Not for me. Let me be unconscious. Do you think any part of you was dreaming about those people and that time period because you're wondering what they're up to? I don't know. No. I, I don't care. Like, it doesn't come across my mental bow on a day-to-day. -day, but I don't know. Maybe, like, the proximity over Zoom. Uh, like triggered something psychosomatic was like oh this is you know like the kinesthetic memory of like you know driving in the car uh, over zoom uh maybe triggered that like the haptic memory of place yeah sure, seeped sure. In and was like hi we're here to unlock this for you you've buried this shit deep and i was like oh yeah i did and now you're here in my subconscious <sighs> fine i'll go on the ride but i don't really don't want to like you know because it's not real life. Again, going back to like a tourism idea, like 
if I am home, I'm always like, this is just tourism at this point. Like, and then I go back and I'm like, oh, that's not open. I can't go there. What? I gotta go do this? Huh. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you've gone to Disney, you've gone to Disneyland, but every ride is closed. Every ride is broken. The people standing yeah. there are just like, I don't know, it'll get fixed eventually. And you're like, no, you're lying to yourself. What are you doing? Like, you know, you literally find a right. vintage, or not a vintage, an antique uh, Haywood Wakefield that you're like, who upholstered this? What were they smoking? Like, this poor thing has been through so much and it is so bad. And then, oh, God, that's a, that's a shell chair. And <gasps> who did that to you? Who did that to you? Why? And then you try to fix it in t- inside an antique shop, and they're like, why are you touching that? I'm like, it is so fucked. This thing is fucked. And I want to take it home, but I won't take it home because it's so fucked. You know, things things like that. I feel like you could mark time in your life by every time you see a vintage Haywood Wakefield object. I feel like you mention it about four times a year. Well, I come across them all the time, you know. Like, you know, sometimes you buy them, sometimes yeah. you go, "Oh, what, what happened to you? Oh, poor baby, poor <laughs> baby, come to Papa." Oh no, no, Papa's not taking them. That's disgusting. What? Someone violated you? Shit! Damn! And then you have to mm. leave them behind and be like, "You're going to be that puppy, and someone's going to euthanize you." I'm so sorry. Yeah, some person that doesn't know what you are is going to euthanize you by farting into you. No, some... After their 15th Jack and Coke. Some asshole who's 19 in college is going to be like, that's cool, it's like $50. Like, yeah, it's going to be my desk chair. And they're just going to, like, watch, like, Red Tube and crank off into it. No, a girl would probably buy it. Yep. A dude wouldn't buy it. Even still, it would be their, like, kitchen table chair, and they'd be like, yeah, this is my sewing chair. I don't like this gender essentialism. Girls can watch Red Tube and crank off in their kitchen Ugh. table chair. Ugh. Please don't. Don't do that to antiques. I know. I used to feel this way about going to the thrift store and finding, like, good items, like a good jacket or something that wasn't in my size, and then being so sad that some teenager and was going to buy it, it as like a Halloween costume. Be like, I'm going to be a hobo. Yeah. Uh, you know, or like zombie pilot. And you're like, Oh God. Speaking of Halloween. Okay. I've already figured it out. I'm actually going to dress up this year and you know who I'm going to be. Who? I can't even imagine. Velma with a beard. I don't care. I'm not shaving. Okay. Oh, it, geez. it's going to be great. <laughs> you get to, I was going to say, you know, it's so funny that you say with a beard because my first thought was, that's actually a really good idea. And my second thought was, ooh, you're going to have to shave. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, it, Velma is clearly a lesbian who probably has some chin whispers. So, like, it's going to really work, you know. You're going to be trans Velma. No, I'm just going to be Velma who went to Vermont and just let it, let it all go. But still has this, the turtleneck and the skirt. And I'll just be like, yeah, I don't know. Dog, man. Like, I think it'll work. <laughs> I'm going to have to conscript people to like do the full like mystery van people, which I think I can do. I think I could probably talk. Oh, I think you could. I think you could come up with that pretty easily, actually. Yeah, I think I, I could talk ideas. either Gwen or, or Rhee into being uh, Daphne. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like, I think Phil could be a shaggy. Phil should yeah. be shaggy. And then we course. just got to find someone, you know, someone's got to be the doggo. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe you could just get a dog. Or someone could, like, could be gender flip. Someone could be Fred. It oh, just means sure. wigs. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. all I got to do is get a wig and fucking turn on that. Okay, I can do that. It's easy. I feel like you could pull off Fred. Velma is better. That's fine. Velma's fucking hilarious. Just show up bitchy as yeah. fuck. Like, hi. That's great. Jinkies. Moving on next. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, easy. So easy. One wig. Two garments, done. Wow, you know how I know this is a good idea? Is that when people think of their Halloween costumes early in the year, you know it's going to be a killer one. This is why I was like, oh, if I'm thinking about it now, ooh, baby. Well, because now 30-year-olds can get vaccinated, but as we do, we fucked up the entire process, so now the whole system's broken. Um, because we all work, you know, most of them work from home digitally and um, just booked up and fucked up the site, so... 
oh wait can you update me on what's going on out there so 30 plus can mm-hmm. get vaccines now that's the age they lowered it today, to yeah but there's so many millennials I'm guessing, yeah that, that it wanted it, it up, that yeah. they fucked the system like up. i can't actually do oh, the great. appointment to make it like i'm like i don't know we all are used to waiting in line just be like it's like avocado toast fucking show up and i'd be like fine i'll wait in line with these assholes i don't care i am getting my first dose on thursday oh how dare you oh yeah i just, I just got it scheduled today because ohio was 16 and up yesterday 16 and up as of last oh, friday okay. so i really should have timed my zoom in Con- zoom time in connecticut a little bit differently i would have uh, been fine well what's what's great yeah you would have been fine what's crazy is is that i'm the last of my friends to get my first dose all of these motherfuckers are chomping at the bit probably because they've never had covid yeah. before so i wasn't in any hurry to get the bill gates microchip put in me you know I was like, I I really don't need to get this. I don't really care. I have the antibodies still. I'm fine. See, I'm being I'm being picky, and I'm like, I don't want Moderna, so I need to wait for the Pfizer to open up. I'm getting the Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. Something about the other one. I'm like, I don't know you. My friend's mother, who is a nurse, kind of foisted it upon me because. I was texted and was like, hey, Donna can get you an appointment. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll take it. We have a friend who works in a hospital. I'm being stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, shit. But I didn't really mean it, you know? I didn't really care. I was like, oh, I don't want to decline the invitation. Sure, like, I'll get it. And then minutes later, uh, Donna was like, Donna texts me and is like, Give me all of your information. And I was like, okay, here's all my information. And she was like, okay, your appointment's Thursday at 4.30. And I was like, damn, I guess I actually am really getting How it. How dare you? Um, but I kind of don't want it. I actually feel a little um, skeptical. I, I feel anti-vax. Well, you're going to need it because apparently in New York, we have to have an app on our phones that shows that we did it. Well, here's the thing. That this I is don't what like. I don't I like about all me gusta. This. I do not like, we've discussed this before, I do not like being coerced. I hate that. That's that's my number one pet peeve in the entire world is coercion. I do not like being compelled to do things that I don't necessarily want to do. And in this case, it's like, I don't not necessarily want to do it, but I definitely don't want to be compelled to do it. Yeah, you like to make terrible choices on your own terms. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so this this whole time i was thinking like i got the antibodies like i'm fine for a while i can like think this over and now it's just been put on me just do it because inevitably what i think will happen before you finish your rant what i think will happen is like some some place will be like no we only accept people who have vaccine notifications for dinner or whatever and you're like motherfucker can't do things unless i go and you're like ugh, fine at that point i probably would regret it and give in because i've already discussed this with you where i have family members that are serious anti-vaxxers my, my mom and my sister and her their whole cohort out there are never going to get this vaccine ever in their whole lives they'll never get any vaccine um and i worried about them at the time when they told me this that like you know just wait until you're not allowed to get a restaurant reservation or not allowed to fly on an airplane, like then you're yeah. going to have to and you're going to do it anyway. I would have rather been put in that position. I would have rather waited until I had to and then done oh. it rather than got it preemptively. Something about that spiritually for me is a real problem where I'm like, wait, I'm getting this voluntarily ahead of time? No. <sighs> Like just I put need on to be your big boy pants and just go do it. If you're going to, if you're going to do this by coercion, it better have like, you better force me. It better have consequences. Yeah, you get free Krispy right? Kreme forever. To do it without the consequences, you get a Krispy Kreme donut for the entire year. Yeah, what? you get like free. Cr- who cares about that? Certain people who are supposed to be watching their weight to fit into their swimwear that doesn't fit. Yeah. Mm. Wow, I really love that you're getting vaccinated for free donuts. No, I just don't. <sighs> that's really the that's really the perfect 
will thing. It's not for free donuts. It's because I want to be, after a year, I just want to be a hoe with only like some virus problems. Not more serious ones. Yeah, well, they're all they're all pretty serious, except for the ones that you get a shot and a pill. But like you know, if I can just get a shot and then like at least that's off the table, it can be white boy summer all day up in here. I mean, it'd be great. We're not painting the town red anymore, ladies. We're painting the town white. That was disgusting. Oh yes, episode over. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>